Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Let's go through the hadith for the day and the first topic would be on Iman Abu Umama radiallahu anhu narrates that a man asked the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying O Messenger of Allah, what is Iman? He replied, when your good deeds please you and your evils cause you remorse then you are a believer narrated by Hakim and the next one Al-Abbas ibn Abd al-Muttalib radiallahu anhu narrates that he heard the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying, A person has got the taste of Iman when he is pleased with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as the sustainer, with Islam as the religion, and with Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam as the Messenger, narrated by Muslim. And there is a note here, this means that worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Practicing on the dictates of Islam and obeying Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, having love for Allah subhanahu wa taala, Islam and Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, if all these are found in a person, he has certainly got a taste of iman. And the next topic would be the obligatory salah. Abdullah ibn Amir radiallahu anhu narrates that the Prophet wasallam spoke about salah one day. He said, Whoever is constant in offering it, it will be a source of illumination, proof of his being a perfect believer and salvation for him on the day of resurrection. And whoever is not constant in offering it, it will neither be a source of illumination Proof, nor salvation for him. He will be with Pharaoh, Haman, and Ubay ibn Khalaf on the day of resurrection. Narrated by Ahmad, Tabrani, and Majma Az-Zawaid. And the next one, Abu Malik al-Ashja'i narrates from his father that if any person embraced Islam in the time of the Prophet wasallam, the companions radiallahu anhum would first teach him salah, narrated by Tabrani. And the next topic would be ilm, which is knowledge. Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu passed by the market of Medina. He stopped and announced, O people of the market, what has rendered you incapable? The people asked, What do you mean, O Abu Huraira? He said, the inheritance of the Messenger of Allah wasallam, is being distributed and you are here? Why don't you go and take your share of his inheritance? The people asked, Where is it? He replied, In the masjid. The people hastened to the masjid while Abu Huraira remained waiting for them to return. When they returned, he asked them, What happened? Why did you return? They said, O Abu Hurairah, we went to the masjid but we did not see anything being distributed there. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu said to them, Did you not see anyone in the masjid? They replied, Indeed, we saw some people offering salah, some others reciting Quran and some others talking about issues concerning the lawful and the prohibited, which is the halal and haram. Abu Hurairah radiallahu anhu said, How sorrowful is your plight? 
That is exactly what the inheritance of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is narrated by Tabrani. And the next one, Abdullah ibn Mas'ud radiallahu anhu narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "When Allah subhanahu wa taala wills good for a person, He blesses him with understanding of the religion, and inspires him to do what is correct." Narrated by Bazar and Tabrani. And the next topic would be the status of a Muslim. Mahmud ibn Labid radiallahu anhu narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said, "When Allah subhanahu wa taala loves a people, He tests them by putting them through trials and tribulations. The one who exercises patience has the reward of patience recorded in his favor. The one who displays impatience." has impatience recorded against him and he remains in anxiety and fretfulness narrated by Ahmad and the next one Abu Hurairah radhiyallahu anhu narrates that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reserved a particular rank for a person but he is unable to reach it with his deeds Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala therefore inundates him with hardships such as illnesses and calamities which he dislikes till he reaches that rank which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reserved for him another narration states Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reserved an elevated rank for him narrated by Abu Ya'la and the next topic would be ikhlas which is sincerity of intention Zaid ibn Thabit radhiyallahu anhu narrates that the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said there are three habits due to which a believer's heart remains pure from every evil number 1 good deeds for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala number 2 advising people of authority and number 3 remaining attached to the general body of muslims because their supplication encompasses them from all around and they remain protected from the evil of shaitan narrated by ibn hiban abu firas rahimullah a person from the aslam tribe narrates a man called out o messenger of allah what is iman he replied sincerity narrated by baihaqi and the next one abu umama radhiyallahu anhu narrates that the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said Charity given in secrecy cools the anger of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala narrated by Tabrani. And the next topic would be da'wah and tabligh which is invitation and propagation. Abu Bakr As-Siddiq radhiyallahu anhu said, "O people, you recite this verse. O believers, it is incumbent upon you to worry about your own lives. Those who are gone astray can do you no harm." as long as you are on the path in surah al-maidah and i heard the messenger of allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam saying when people see a tyrant and they do not restrain him allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shall soon engulf them with an all encompassing punishment narrated by tirmidhi and there is a note here abu bakar radhiyallahu anhu meant you can you consider this verse to mean that when you 
yourselves our own guidance, it is not necessary for you to command good and prohibit evil because others will not be questioned about it. Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu rejected this incorrect understanding of this verse. It becomes clear that stopping evil as much as possible is the responsibility of this ummah and of every single individual. The correct meaning of this verse is, O believers, be concerned about your reformation. Your treading the path of Islam must be characterized by rectifying yourself and trying to rectify others as well. If a person remains deviated despite your efforts at reforming him, his deviation will not be harmful to you. Narrated by Bayan Al-Quran Noted in Bayan Al-Quran Hudayfa radiallahu anhu narrates I heard the Messenger of Allah wasallam saying Trials and tribulations will approach the hearts one after the other just as straws are bound one after the other on a straw mat. If any heart accepts any of these tribulations, a black spot will appear on it. If any heart rejects any of these tribulations, a white spot will appear on it. The hearts will thus be of two categories. One will be white like marble. No tribulation will affect it as long as the heavens and earth exist. In other words, just as nothing can remain stable on marble because of its slippery nature, no tribulation can affect his heart because of the strength of his iman. The other will be black like an overturned tumbler. In other words, just as nothing can remain in an overturned tumbler, the aversion for sin and the luster of iman will not remain in such a heart. Consequently, he will neither consider good to be good nor evil to be evil. He will merely act on his desires which are filled in his heart. Narrated by Muslim. Alright, that's it for today. I'll see you on the next one. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh.